Hi, this is John O'Hurley, and you're listening to the Tee It Up Show with the Fearsome Forcer. This is the ball of Tiger Woods. Burn, this is extremely difficult. This is one of the toughest pitches on the entire place here. He's got to put this well that you can see him looking up the slope. You can see him putting it back in his stance right here and picking the club up like he's going to hit right down on it. And uh, he's picked out a landing spot that is a good 25 feet above the hole. There's a good chance he doesn't get this inside the Marcos ball. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Turn and hand to Lynch. He stutter steps. Breaks through the line. Makes a man miss. Cuts back outside. Right 30. 35, 40. Down the far sidelines. Pushes the defender. Keep fighting. He's still moving. He's going to go. Down to the 20. The 15. They're chasing him 10. He dives in. Are you kidding me? A jump pass to Jordan off to the left. Michael double teamed on the drive in for the left. Gets chased into the corner. Comes right back. Through the foul. Wow. Powerhouse, J.D. All year long, they look to him to light the fire. And all year long, he answered the demands. Gibson shaking his left leg, making it quiver like a horse. The game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. And now the only question was, could he make it around the base paths unassisted? And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them We're live coast to coast, living the good life on the Tee It Up radio network with Al Gottfried, A.J. Gottfried, and Coach K.T. Roberts. Sipping my tie, cold beer, watching that summer sun disappear when the moon showed up every night to say hello. Hey, on a very pleasant good morning to all just joining us, waking up, uh, tooling around maybe in Southern California, all of our AM 1590 KVTA listeners, Al Godfried, AJ Godfried, and our remote State Farm Insurance Studios this morning, Old Waverly in Mississippi. A quick reminder before we get into more uh, talk here from Mississippi, uh, coming up, our uh, 15th annual Folds of Honor Celebrity Golf event happening uh, that AJ and I have been producing with lots of friends, uh, happening at uh, the Oaks Country Club in Valencia. Uh, Still about uh, three foursomes left as we pair each foursome with a celebrity, and we're looking forward to raising more money for uh, the Folds of Honor organization, our dear friend uh, Colonel Dan Rooney over there in Oklahoma. We're not too far from Oklahoma. Yeah, not really at all. Anyhow, it's been a lot of fun. We're going to get into another hour coming to you live from Old Waverly and Mossy Oak. Got to love that place, too. Just across the street, and we've got the daddy of this property, the vision behind it all, Mr. George Bryan. How are you doing this morning, sir? Doing great. 
glad to have you here this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. So, George, tell us uh, your, your passion, obviously, and dreams and what you've been able to do here and accomplish as we're sitting here uh, in the, uh, the country club. But uh, was your father involved with golf, or how did you get involved with golf? Uh, my father was. He, he founded our business here in uh, 1936. And he, and he became an avid golfer when Eisenhower was president. He really didn't play golf till he was 45. And then Mr. And President Eisenhower played, and he kind of looked at that, and he, and, uh, he, he worked so hard. And then uh, probably in 54, 55, he started playing a little golf. And uh, he got me interested in it when I was young. And we actually built the first nine-hole course here in 1958. In West Point. In West Point. And I – Drove a tractor on it, grading the fairways, and so you've been I guess cer- that's where it started. But it really started with him. Yeah, well, your family uh, he, certainly uh, had been growing the game of golf tremendously, spreading the word. But it's sort of a tribute to him. Yeah. And uh, well, you know, I, we we had a chance to spend some time with your son Wilkes, and he gave us a lot of history because he's a history buff, and he talked about uh, your vision behind it, and of course, getting um, Jerry paid and. And Mr. Cup to come here and put it all together. But uh, I'm interested into, did you have any kind of vision before you had them kind of just put it all together? or how did It, it really started, we were going to try to build a state park course here in, in the early 80s, about okay. five miles from here on the river. And so we worked on that and worked with the state legislature and and they approved some funding for study, and it study came back in '84 or '5 that said we should do that. And then they said, "Well, we may have to build them all over the state." And I said, "Well, that's kind of the idea. If we can build one, maybe we can build others." Well, it got a little political, right? And that's when it ended. <laughs> what a concept! And uh, that's when it ended. So we said, "Well, we're just going to build our own." So I found 30 people in the area that had kind of wanted to build a golf course, and 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 I said, well, if you'll each buy a lot in the membership, we'll build it. Because I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, was, was at this the a time? <laughs> but uh, I thought it was a good idea. That's was great. this a dairy farm prior to? No, this was uh, just a hunting club kind okay. of piece of property. Mm. And when we hired uh, somebody, I met with a man in Memphis, and I said, who do you think we ought to hire? And he said, well, you know, Jerry Pate went to Alabama. He played golf, won the Open. Great guy, so I called Jerry. Didn't know him, and called him, and and he came here and looked around, and I was a little nervous about Jerry because Jerry was, you know, full of himself and and, and just a great guy. But um, then, then when I met met I Bob it. Cup, when I met Bob Cup, it, it all came together because because Jerry brought Bob in, okay, and I knew what all Bob had done with Jack Nicholas, and mm-hmm. he was a calm kind of guy. Jerry was very you know, he he was a different kind of guy, but Jerry, Jerry's a <laughs> tremendous person and a great friend now, and he did a lot to help us grow this the game here and grow this club, and and Bob was kind of the silent guy there that drew the plans and sure. kind of made it work, but they were a great team. They were a great team. This was the first course they did together. And oh, was it? I was going to ask you first, that. First course they did. Because we have played a lot of Cups uh, courses, yeah. especially he's his uh, Spanish Hills design out on the West Coast. Where you got married. Where I got married. Great golf. Exactly. Great, great golf. You know, course. one thing I've taken from this, and then I want to get into Mossy Oak, but, you know, and I and I said I told this to your son, and I told this to VJ and Dave and everyone, but 
Um, this golf course, there's, it's very uh, mystique and, and, and just classic, and um, it makes you feel good. Uh, there's something about it. And we've played a lot of the uh, clubs that are, hundred, you know, 100 years old. You go to North Carolina, wherever you want to go, and you've played, you know, whether it's Pinehurst or – and for – this feels – I told this to Wilkes. It feels like it's been here for 100 years. Yeah, it does, and we wanted that. We wanted it – same way in Marcy Oak. Uh-huh. We want them to both feel like they've been here 50, 60, 70 years. And, uh, is that one of the reasons it's got the name Old Waverly? Well, it is. I mean, it's, it's built after a, a home – you know, six miles from here, uh, that uh, was a mansion, Victorian mansion, and and uh, and it's a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. And we were going to use other names, and then one morning we got up, kind of during construction, and drove out to the to the mansion, and I said we're going to name it Old Waverly. And my wife was was with me, and seems like it was yesterday, but heck, it was thirty five years ago, I guess. So Mossy uh, Oaks, talk a little bit about how that concept came about. It's literally across the street. I mean, well, right I, I, can I get, drove I a golf cart there. I can get in there and play as long as my American Express card's working. Yeah, it's oh, right now open to the public. I can't necessarily get back into Old Waverly. Talk a little bit about how that came about there, George. We always wanted to build a second course probably after the open in, in, in early 2000. And then the real estate recession hit. We were working on one right down the road on a piece of property and um and then we just decided not to do it because we were nervous about the recession mm. and it lasted you know years it was a good move on our part and then and then in about 2012 the the property that mossy oak is on became available mm-hmm. the people were interested in selling so it was made more sense to be right here than sure. six miles down the road and so we worked it out with them and it was an old dairy farm built in 1900. Okay. And uh, the beautiful piece of property, just kind of rolling hills. It's called Knob Hill Dairy. It's got nine knobs on it. <laughs> and a good friend of mine, uh, New Gill, uh, and he uh, he said, why don't we talk to Gil Hance? So we did, and Gil came in and walked the property, and we told him, look, if you don't think you can build a good golf course, we don't want to build it. You know, we go find some more property around here and he walked it again and and i think he brought jim wagner in his partner and looked at it but he said i think we can and i couldn't visualize how to route it i mean you 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 really think you know you've been in kind of golf all your life but it's it's a real art to doing it it's not just the average person like me just doesn't walk out there and lay out lay out a golf course and um and we just couldn't quite feel how it was going to work and then when Gil laid it out and put it on paper and we got to see it we could kind of see what he was doing and and you know over there you can see the whole golf course right you know in the center yeah. Wilkes your son put us in this I forget what hole it was but Number we were able six. is that what it is mm-hmm. you able to see almost every every golf flag hole. yeah it's pretty cool and it's not a lot of elevation there may be 30 40 feet of elevation it's right. not like you in the mountains here but it is very scenic mm-hmm. when you can look out. And Gil and Jim did an excellent job of aesthetically, you know, uh, pleasing to the eye, I think. On, on, and there are a lot of great holes over there. Yeah, and we had a chance to play it. I, I absolutely enjoyed it. And one thing that's interesting, because I know both golf courses spread out pretty long, I think uh, about 7,400 plus or so. That's correct. And and it's interesting because in fact we had Mr. Gary Player on again recently. We were talking about technology and 
golf holes and, and courses and the length of them. And unfortunately, some of them just aren't that long. And I loved coming here and experiencing. Of course, I played with VJ's son, Cohen. I had to play the golds with him, but um, I had to play the tips. But they do stretch out that long. And when you when you have the opportunity to play, you know, different distances and, and lengths, you have that option. A lot of golf courses don't have that, especially where we come from on the West. You're not going to find courses that are 74 to 7,600 yards. It's really nice to see. Really nice to see. Um, hey, George, talk a little bit about uh, transportation, airports, and flights, mm-hmm. and so many great different hubs for yeah. all of America to have the pleasure of uh, experiencing it here. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, if you look at a map of the southeastern U- U.S., we're sort of right in the middle of it. Okay. Uh, you're, we're in the middle of a, I always say, we're in the middle of a triangle between Memphis, Birmingham, and Jackson, and then a greater triangle of Atlanta, Nashville, Dallas. So, you know, you, you get to Memphis, Jackson, Birmingham, mm-hmm. it's two hours. You can uh, go to Nashville and fly to Tupelo, Mississippi, which is 35 minutes from here. We, we do a, a lot of that. And then, and then we have four flights a day to Atlanta. Uh, we're working on flights to DFW. It's been in the works for years. And COVID slowed that down a little bit, I think. But uh, hopefully Same. that will pick back up and uh, we have a shot at that. But uh, – but a lot of people like to drive. You know, they'll drive four or five hours easy oh, to play golf to come play golf. So it, it opens a- up a big market for us. When you look at four or five hours from here, you you course you end Atlanta, you almost into Dallas, uh, you into Nashville, right? New Orleans. So we're, we're dead in the middle of the southeast, yeah. which is is a growing part of the country, as you know. Well, you know, look, first of all, I want to thank you for your hospitality, your whole family. Everyone's been phenomenal. The staff here is excellent. We're going to speak to some of the staff as well. Wade, and, you know, it's my favorite subject, food, so we're going to get into that and as the, well. And the accommodations. I mean, it's been perfect. Just wonderful. Yeah. And we've it, talked about the cottages and the opportunities that people can really take advantage of and come right here. Again, thank you, George, for everything. It's been wonderful. You. you know, this is a family business, but. Family depends on a good staff, and we have a great staff here. You do. You do. Great staff. All right. Well, there you go. We got another 40 minutes coming to you live from Old Waverly, ladies and gentlemen, having some fun. We're going to talk about food because, yeah, you can't get much better food than right here in the heart of Mississippi. As the crow flies from Columbus, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Heard that a few times. About 10 minutes. As the crow flies. I love that. All right. Today's show being presented by The Putting Arc, the one and only putting training aid worth using, theputtingarc.com. And speaking of the putting arc, well, we just had VJ Trolio on, co-founder. We're going to bring on our longtime friend, Dave Hamilton, also later on in the hour. We did some NFL pickums as well, and we are going to talk about the Safeway. And in addition to those great golfers, the heroes in that area, taking charge and getting that fire hopefully under wraps sooner than later. It's been crazy out there. Anyhow, more to come again live from Living the Good Life. We'll be right back. You're listening 
Live, 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 live to living the good life from our State Farm Insurance Studios in Los Angeles. Stay tuned for more pro golf coverage, our sports, our sports rundown, rundown, travel ideas, and much more. And visit ltglshow.com to stream live all week long. That's ltglshow.com.